0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm David Faulkner. I'm your host. This is the New Zealand Property Management Podcast, brought to you by Real IQ. Today, we are at Leading Property Managers Association conference here in Auckland. And uh, one of the uh, delegates who's come along today and who's got a wide experience in property management is Will Alexander. Will, thanks for coming along. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, David. Good to be here
1: and uh,
0: good to support what you're doing. Oh no, it's it's great, Will. Great. And uh, so, just before we get into look at what you do and your role in the industry and what you're going to be doing in the future, a little bit of background about yourself. I mean, you've you've had a distinguished career in property management. So you've been working you. at Barfoot and Thompson also in property management before that. How did you get into the industry?
1: I was a uh, um, burnt out cyclist and um, in 2008 I had a big crash in Chicago and uh, couldn't ride in a straight line anymore. And So, said, you,
0: so you were competing at the time? Yeah, you, was, you were a professional cyclist?
1: Yes, I was. I was a professional cyclist. I was paid to uh, ride my bike for hours and hours every day. Anyway, I uh, had a bad crash and said to my mother, who at the time was the CEO of Barford and Thompson, I was like, uh, Mum, I need a job, and uh, had an interview and with Barford and Thompson at Grey Lynn uh, with Tim Irvine, and he didn't hire me, prick. Um, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't say that, but anyway, so I went down to city Barford and Thompson, um, and Graham Smith uh, did hire me, and that is where my career started as a property manager in the city. Yeah. So I did that for about four years and it was awesome, it was awesome, I loved it, Right. Loved it. Right, really and, and,
0: and so in, in terms of working at Barfoots and the coalface, I mean, always the big question everyone gets asked, how many properties did you look after as a property manager?
1: Yeah, I looked at 250.
0: Just on your own? On
1: my own. Um, so I took over the portfolio at about 80 and grew it myself to 250. Yeah. So I had a letting agent but um, managed 250 properties and that was when iPhones were just starting to come out, um, so the communication expectations were very different mm-hmm. 10 years ago, um, but apartments are as, well, easier, there's chattel lists and knives and forks and uh, counting chopsticks Yep, is, oh. is difficult, trust me. <laughs> um, and getting them to match is difficult. But, so uh, for
0: professional cyclists, to you know, counting chopsticks.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, but uh, but doing uh, inspections. I mean, you could go through apartments um, and you know, boom, 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 just get them all done yeah. and walk everywhere. It was wonderful, so um, loved it. And then um, and went on to was it Auckland Property Management. After that, yes, yeah, went to work with Howard, and Howard had just um, developed the new BDM. Role. Yeah. Um, which was where my passion lay and worked with Howard and yeah, focused on, it wasn't just BDM work, I was doing um, development of the business as yeah. well and um, Howard and I went and watched Todd Breen speak yes. from Virtually Incredible in 2012 and we looked at each other and were like this is awesome. So got straight into video inspections and we introduced it into Auckland Property Management in 2012. Yeah, um, and. I'm now consulting to them, and on their YouTube channel, they have 22,000 videos. Yeah. And you know, Google loves videos and YouTube, and you wonder why they're so high up the SEO.
0: So, so the, the, the correlation there between the video inspections is actually helping the organic search.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it just, I mean, it's extremely powerful and virtually incredible for those who don't know it. They manage that whole sort of optimization for APM, um, so you send them a video, they're sitting somewhere in the Indonesia mm-hmm. or whatever, they edit it, they optimize it, they do all the tags and write words and all that sort of stuff, and then send it back to you, so it's an extremely powerful tool, but I mean video inspections, we used to have a saying, you can walk through your property four times a year without leaving your chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's awesome, so that was, that was a wonderful ride, and Howard working for Howard is like doing a PhD in property management. Yeah, the guy is just
0: He knows oh, the wealth of knowledge there and experience. He just keeps going, doesn't he? I mean, there's no sign of him ever retiring.
1: Well, he's just joined a gym. Really? Uh, and he must be almost eighty. Yeah, and he t- said to me the other day, "I've joined a gym." Yeah. So he's planning on going to probably three figures. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But uh, wonderful person to work with, and his you know he just likes to see people succeed. Yeah. Um. So that was wonderful and very hard to leave, but a role, so head of property management at Barford and Thompson came up and that was a, a wonderful opportunity. And uh, so that's where I went in 2015, went back to Barfitts and headed up the property management department, which was awesome. Yeah. It was really, really good. Very, very challenging, um, yeah.
0: But you know, so you've obviously um, wanted to think it'd be a good paycheck working for Baffleton Thompson uh, and you've just had this, you know, whether it's a brain freeze or just a a leap of faith to go out on your own and and go into business. Yep, that that was hard. So what are you doing now?
1: Yeah, so um, I needed more of a challenge and um, uh, uh, I think our motivations weren't quite aligned Mm. and, um, but I loved my time there, but I had more to give and um, wanted to focus more on areas that I'm excited about, technology and uh, the business operational aspects. Yeah. So yeah, I went out on my own and formed um, Alexander Property Consultants, yeah. um, which I want the listeners to know that I'm not in direct competition with Real IQ. <laughs> um, we have different focuses, but um, I am really enjoying it, but on the side I'm starting to build new software. Yeah. Software specific for property management, which um, I would love to talk more about, but it's a little bit commercially sensitive. Yeah. yeah. But that's where my passion lies, and the name of the company is called More Minutes, mm-hmm. and the motto was creating more of them in the day.
0: So, just from what you're saying there, at Auckland property management, I kind of sense without you giving away any, any, you know, intellectual property, but there, there could be some something with what you talked about there. APM of your video inspections may be aligned, but we'll wait and see. We'll uh-huh. wait and see. Really. Be excited to see what what comes out, sir. Yes. Uh, from starting up, then from from going from a basically from a good paycheck to to nothing. Yeah, how scary is that? Uh, very, very. Yeah,
1: it's very difficult. It's even emotional talking about it, but uh, yeah, it was pretty hard.
0: Yeah. And, but you've done that leap of faith. The first 12 months are going to be a whirlwind for you. I mean, the first two, three years will be a whirlwind for you, but you know, it's great to see that you're, you're out, you're doing this. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I mean, let's talk about the industry at the moment. What, what, what do you think the big challenges are for property management as an industry? And we're getting hammered a lot in the media. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I I would say the biggest challenge
1: is um, just uh, sort of kicking a dog whilst down sort of thing. I mean, it's just a massive change all at once. I mean, change management, classic change management is, you know, you you do it, the Kaizen sort of process, little bits at a time, how do you eat an elephant, you know, just little bits at a time, but they've just dumped everything. Which is good. I mean, I I support letting fees being changed. Um, I don't think it was right that the team paid it. Um, I support what they're doing. I I think that healthy homes, you know, wonderful. I think it's very, very hard to achieve. Um, I mean, I live in a double glazed, fully insulated heat pump HRV home. And I still wake up and there's moisture on the walls, and every once in a while, and and it's definitely not 18 degrees, and I yeah. can't maintain that easily.
0: Yeah,
1: it's New Zealand.
0: I mean, and you're it's, in and you're in Auckland. You seem to be going to Hawke's Bay. Understand? I mean, just yeah. think about if you're down in Dunedin or in Queenstown right, yeah. or in Invercargill.
1: Yeah. So I think um, the challenges at the moment um, are definitely everything that's happening, and property management is getting kicked in the teeth at the mm. moment. Um, you know, some of the stuff about Kinovic, um checking bank records. I, I feel sorry for those guys. We all, we ask for proof of income. Yeah. And if in a, if a tenant decides to bring you their bank statement, that's their decision. If yeah. you ask for a, a letter from the employer to say what they get paid, that's what they do. But the point is, we all ask for proof of income. Of course we do. And, and it's, I, I can just, I, you can write the script. It would have been taken out of context. Listen, I, I sponsor
0: it. I found it up. Yeah, after it, because I mean, she spoke at the select committee around the letting fee submission, uh, and and I spoke, and the MP who released it was a guy called uh, Darrick Ball. And when I was speaking uh, to the select committee, you can see he was completely disengaged. And the and the guy who spoke before me, another head of a property management company, mm. basically accusing him of um, discrimination. Uh, and 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 what transpired was that they said, look, they asked this this lady Rachel Kahn who. Was, who, who who made the uh, the comment said, "How can we help tenants?" That was the question she was asked, mm. and she went on to budgeting because I see statements from people applying, and this is what I see on the statements. Mm. Well, they've taken that snippet, released it, and you know, I I feel sorry for it. She's that's you know, so, it.
1: So you heard it firsthand. And, yeah, said, and that's what happened. And they've just uh, done a massive amount of damage to Quinovic's brand.
0: Well, that was that was the. Um, oh, Property, I, I think it, it wasn't Quinovic, the, she was um, a different proxy, worked for a different company. Rachel Can. Rachel Can. Yeah,
1: yeah, she's, uh, I, I do know Rachel, I forget where she's at, but um, yeah, I just, you know, it's just an example, but uh, we do a good job and it's bloody difficult, yeah. you know. And, I mean, that's my job, it was my job at Barfitt's, was going to bet for the people on the front line, just. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's really hard um, job, So and I t- feel I feel bad for the industry at the moment.
0: Yeah. Do you think there's a there's a risk if a labour trying to do too much? Do you think in in a short space of time or? or yeah. Because I mean, a lot of what we're seeing them doing, I mean, I agree with. Them. Yeah. But but if it's done too quick.
1: Yeah. It's change management. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, Phil Tyford is um, I don't know the guy, but I've been told he's extremely intelligent, yeah. and you know, I'm sure he is, but. It's change management, you know, whether you're running the comp- a company or a country, um, you just can't dump that much stuff at one time, and especially when most of it has been absorbed by landlords, you know, the people creating the homes in the first place for people to rent. Uh, you, you don't want to shake that tree too much because, uh, you know, I was I'm working with property brokers at the moment, your old stomping ground. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Richard, one of the regional rental managers, has said that they have lost managements. Um, people have, you know, thrown the towel in and just said it's, it's too much. It's gone too much. So there's, you know, that could happen on a mass scale and then there's a big problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I, I agree. I, I also think we have a generation of landlords who have an older elk, like baby boomers, and they have mm-hmm. been used to doing basically what they want for so long and then all of a sudden, I mean, in their opinion, you know, the heating up New Zealand was put a sweater on. That's what some of them
1: think. Well, that's that's exactly what um, my wife says to me. I'm cold, and won't put the heat pump on, she'll put a jersey on, you're wearing a (laughs) t-shirt. So, you know, go figure, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So in in your experience and what you see around, I mean, what do you think, other than the change um, which which government's implemented, what do you think are the biggest challenges facing property management companies uh, at the moment?
1: Well, the, the looking down the barrel of 15% off the bottom line is scary, yeah. um, you know, quoting your figures, uh, average for letting fee. Letting fee.
0: Um, so that are the landlord's going to pay this, do you think? What, what's going to happen?
1: Uh, I would say that most businesses will do it. It's just how do they do it. Um, you know, I, I like the commercial concept when you're putting a lease together, you take a percentage of the annual rent yeah. um, or, you know, monthly fees. Um, I think that's scary. I think there's a lot of unease out there with letting agents. You know, do I still have a job? Um, well, I think, yes, you do. The yeah. service or the need for that service is not going anywhere. It's not isn't a going sh- to change, is it? No, no. So there's that, and I think there's a lot of apprehension out there with technology and is that going to replace my job? Um, and I don't think it will. I think, you know, technology is a tool that lets us do our job. And hopefully, like you know, I'm developing software, and my intention is to make it easier. Yeah. You know, um, so they can manage more properties if they choose to, if they're on a commission structure that's good for them.
0: Yeah. But make it easier. I mean, this is one of the things that, again, at this conference we're at, people talk, and you hear it all the time: automation, outsourcing. I yeah. Mean, are we Part of me thinks: are we just creating a great economy in Manila and leaving, yeah, yeah. and not looking after our own?
1: Yeah. Well, Sarah from Melbourne Real Estate yesterday was talking about virtual assistants, yeah. and she put some figures on on her presentation, and um, has saved you know almost 200k from outsourcing um, managing maintenance and the invoicing and all that sort of stuff. And okay, great, it's it's a business, I get that. They've saved a lot of money, but um, they have you know lost a couple of jobs within their business and they've gone offshore.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and oh yeah, I think uh, that's that's scary. But I have heard a lot of people that have tried it and have had difficulties. Yeah, and Phil from One Place has done it. He was talking yesterday, and great presentation. And he said that there is um, a big challenge at the moment with uh, the people that they're using offshore.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's just to do with you know. Different cultures, different expectations, that sort of thing. So, I'm, I'm,
0: look, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it can work. I've got no yeah, doubt yeah. it can work if you, if, if you do it right. Um, I mean, my philosophy is and, and we, the real IQ evolved to grow the industry in, in New Zealand. I, I don't care about the industry in Manila yeah, or whatever right. it might be, so I want to help create jobs in New Zealand. Yep. Um, do you think we will see jobs go from outsourcing? Okay.
1: Potentially, there may—I don't think anyone that has a job has anything to be concerned about. I think there may be um, uh, lesser jobs available in the future to come into the industry because there won't be the need for it. But I don't—I don't see any existing roles um, going. It's—it's it's a people business. I mean, you're dealing with tenants, you're dealing with owners, you're dealing with valuable assets, you're dealing with people's homes, emotions. You can't you can't outsource that. No. You know, you, you, when when the chips are down and everyone is throwing their toys, you got to get in front of them. You got a face to face conversation, and that's property management.
0: The with everything that's happening at the moment, it it, it, it almost can be difficult to attract new talent yep. to our industry. Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts on how we should go about it as an industry? tackling this problem, were to make the job become, or the role of a property manager, to become a, a desired career that someone would like?
1: Well, it was a challenge uh, that we often discussed at Barfitts, and uh, the trainer there, Sam Arnold, who's done really good work with recruitment evenings and that sort of thing, but um, putting my Barfitts hat back on, there was... Very well paid, and the opportunity to work—you say—they have a commission structure and really good money. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, as a young twenty-year-old or early twenties, whatever, stepping out and stepping into that kind of pay is awesome. Um, I think we need to promote the diversity of the role. You know, no two days are the same. Um, You you're working in an industry that if you stop, listen, and learn, you can become a very good investor yourself. Yes. Um, and learn as you go. Uh, I mean, Phil, again, from one place, the people that he's got working for him are all investors. They've learned under yeah. Phil, and now they're doing well. So that's you've got an inside sort of... A look at a world where you can earn, you can do very well.
0: One place is quite a unique business, isn't yeah, it? I've been in there and I've seen what they do. He's got young Vincent, the French guy who's, I think he's up for property manager of the year tonight. He's up for one of the awards. Good, good. Um, and, and that's a, a good business model of, of how you can make the business. And the office, have you been into the office? No, The I office, the office no. layout is just so cool. They've got table tennis, they've got pool tables, bean bags, coffee machines, all sorts of things. Yeah, they, they've made awesome. the working environment.
1: Awesome. You know, real open
0: plan, hot desk and you can just come in and work from wherever you want to be. Yeah, They're kind of building a business to try and attract, what I think, millennials. And, and, yeah, and, yeah, for sure.
1: I've, good on Phil. And, you know, uh, I think that's so exciting about owning your own business is, uh, you know, it'd be awesome to be in his position because you get to do that and um, create something e- exciting and attractive. and. To go back to your question about attracting people to this industry, I think if people, more people take a leaf out of Phil's book mm. and do stuff like that, then yeah, it's a great world. I mean, you don't have to sit behind your desk, it's not a 9 to 5 job, um, it is what you make it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: One of the weaknesses I see of the industry um, is you've got baby boomer business owners, and they've got the baby boomer clients, mm-hmm. but they're dying off. Yep. And the businesses haven't evolved mm. to attract new investors mm. and and so you get your, your companies like a one place or a Wendell or whatever
1: yeah.
0: and they're gonna you know they'll pick up the, the new type of investor who's got to come in can we touch on investors as, as baby boomers evolve? what do you you know is property still a viable investment
1: well it's better than Bitcoin
0: but um, <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I think it is, uh, I know it is, I mean, I'm, uh, I, I started off, I remember I bought my first home with 4% deposit yeah. and I'm, I'm sure people were wriggling around listening to that, com- coming up with 20% nowadays, but yeah, I've turned that original 4% deposit into, you know, I can buy a home in Havelock North and I'll debt for am yeah. and I'm, I'm 36 years old and I won't have a mortgage. And that's what property does, um, you know. I've, I've learned and listened. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. And, and you know, working with Arpia, the, the the one common theme with all those amazing uh, property investors sitting in those rooms, they all held it. Yeah, that's the common theme. So I guess, what what are you going to build? So you're going to buy and hold, or you're going to flick it? Um,
0: I mean, yeah. It's a long term game for, it for is me. A, it's, yeah. it's like your retirement, it, it's stuff you've got your nest egg at the end of, of what you've done in yep. your life. And if you're smart with it, you can leverage and build. And this is something I think a lot of property management companies get wrong we're not going to our investors,
1: yeah,
0: and saying, Look, you know, how much equity have we got on this property? Yep, can yep. we look at buying more?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so different conversations, different conversations.
0: Yeah. So, we kind of get to a point where the business owners, as we we're saying before, attracting new talents in and you touched upon if you're smart you can learn about property. Now mm-hmm. obviously you're an intelligent guy, you probably would have picked it up a lot by yourself. Mm-hmm. But do you think business owners have a responsibility to educate property managers on how investors think?
1: I I I think everyone gets to a point in their life where if they're successful in business then you can't really do much more and you, you know, Howard's a great example of where they start looking stop looking at themselves and start looking at the people that are working for them. Right. And you know he he likes to see people succeed. So um, I think uh, you know maybe coming back to the baby boomers as they approach the end of their careers and they've done everything and they're you know successful. Hopefully they do look at helping other people grow and learn.
0: Because um, we've got a younger generation now coming through, and yep. some of my talks done on a webinar did call them the snowflake generation because the pampered, they yeah. you know the delicate. Yes, and we're throwing them into a role, which is, let's be honest, it's it's there's confrontation almost on a daily basis. That
1: broke me. Yeah, you know, it, to put all the chips on the table. Four years of being a property manager, and I, I was pretty wrecked. Yeah. So,
0: because it's not an easy job, is it? as, no, as it's we not. Know. No. So, so what can I mean? We talk about the, the, the you know, mentoring. What else can we do to support? Um, I
1: think what you're doing and
0: with uh, uh, the training and the skills,
1: and uh, you know, you're a huge advocate of regulating the industry. I think that in itself will show people that this is not something, it's not a halfway house, it's not something you fall back on or a stepping stone becoming a sales agent. This is a yeah. career, and there's, it's recognized there's training, there's regulation. I think everything that you're doing is exactly what the industry needs.
0: I mean, the the, the it's a career in it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it, for sure. It, it's absolutely. I've always said that. I've always always kind of believed as well. If if real estate companies actually focused on property management first, yeah, there'd be stronger companies. Yeah, they would be. They be, would be because of it.
1: Absolutely, and that's the message that Kerry Barford and Peter Thompson would drill into the branch managers. And it, cha- I saw a massive change in mentality. From two thousand and fifteen to, to this year when I left, um, but they—they they, was the backbone of the business, mm-hmm. and my focus was to get every property management department and every branch to cover all
0: costs.
1: Yeah. So sales, anything on top of that was just practice. So
0: the branch is making money. Yep. Without selling house. Yep,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. All all bills are paid, all wages are paid, leases, whatever. Um, it was it was all okay, and it makes a business so robust. Yeah. And you can weather the storm. Um, so yeah, so uh, I think they should focus on it for sure.
0: How does it grow a rent now, Will? because you know, do you think it's harder now with with the capital gains not not what they will what they've been in Auckland for for, for years? Is is a is fewer investors out there buying property? Do you think, or do you think that, I, th- I,
1: I think all the savvy inspectors have been sitting back waiting for this time. Yeah, you know, you, you hear guys like Matthew Gilligan speak and. Uh, who's uh, Gilligan Rowe yes. um, and he's very savvy as you probably know yep. and uh, he, he's the sort of guy that will be sitting back for the last few years going, you idiots <laughs> and um, those are the kind of guys that will come to play and will start, you know, interest rates will go up 1 or 2% and there will be people hurting.
0: Plus, they've got to put all this money into the properties to get them up to eighteen degrees Celsius.
1: Totally, and they will just come in and mop it all up. So, yeah, I think there are absolutely people there. And something that always amazes me is just how much money there is in the world. You know, just uh, there is people out there with a lot of money and ready and waiting. And yeah, so yep, I I think it will be good growing a rent roll. is challenging but uh, my time at Barford and Thompson three and a half years and we grew by 5,000 properties mm-hmm. without buying a portfolio. Mm-hmm. It was all organic and that was just you know it was a, a, a sleeping giant. Could but, you um,
0: yeah could you I mean for somebody going out on their own they said right I'm gonna set something on a property management company could you do it with a zero base? Yeah
1: you'd have to um, have a bit of equity or capital yep. sitting there because it would be hard going until you broke even. But, you know, they say when you enter in real estate uh, as a sales agent, um, you know, you've got to be able to survive for at least six months. You've got to have enough m- money in your bank to do that. And I will sort of approach it in the same way as yep. um, can you can you wind it up slowly? Have you got enough to support yourself? Um but it would be challenging, but there is absolutely room in this market for good operators. There is a lot of average stuff out there, and if, if you focus on the basics, you know, you don't have to have the latest technology or whatever. You do your inspections, you communicate, you do your rent reviews, you market professionally. I mean, mm. box brownie now. Yes. Why is there shit pictures on
0: line? Yeah, yeah, Honestly. It's, it's one of my birds Will, oh. when I go around and do the training. And you know what? I mean, it, it's not hard to find. No photography. You just when I'm doing training, you say, "Look at this. Look at the script writing. It's all and there's no excuse for anymore." Twenty bucks
1: for ten professional pictures, and it
0: looks so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. There is no excuse. So just the fundamentals. I think there is absolutely room in the industry for people that just get that stuff right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, okay. Um, We talked some regulation. Yep. What do you think it should look like?
1: I think uh, the industry needs to be regulated. Um, I agree with what you said the other day in one of your um, posts or whatever it was. Um, the REA, it could come under that umbrella. I think they've got the infrastructure to do it. Um, from what I've heard, the REAA are, um, are very, they can go after stuff. So I think they would have to look at it in a different light. Um, there's a lot of petty stuff. So do you have a mechanism that filters it? Well, before that's, it that's
0: the key, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't want landlords getting all the area8 because the no. carpets weren't clean to the standard that they wanted. It costs $150. Yep. It's got to be for big, meaty, you yep. know, um, frauds, you know, yep. whatever it may be. Yep. so there's holding bonds. And, yeah. and, and I'm not, I haven't figured out yet how that would look. Um,
1: I think they're the mechanism to do it, but you've got adjudicators or mediation, um, you need a filter before it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I think having a licensing process, dodgy practice, you're gone, Yeah. Um, and that's when the industry will come into its own. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, coming back to what you're doing, I think it's great. Um, it has to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I because, mean, like, yeah, I mean, th- th- this is my theory: is, is if you do this and you, and you regulate it, because you'll have a landlord who may not be overly scrupulous, right? and, and they're going to go to the property management company, ABC or mm, whoever, yep. uh, and they've got a property which is not really compliant, but because we've got so many small little operators, the, you've got to get desperate practices, and someone's going to stick up their hand and say, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and, they're the, and they're the stories which, you know, were on... Stolfer hit the media. I mean, is the media criticism, has it been fair game, do you
1: think? Um, yeah, but you never, read what, you never believe what you read in the media, and, you know, the example you gave earlier about Rachel, but um, uh, I think it is fair. I think there's some pretty bad practice out there, and I saw some, I've seen some pretty eye-opening stuff in yeah. the last few years, but, um, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think there are people in this industry that should not be in this industry. Yeah. They should not be handling the volume of money that is coming through there, whatever whether it's a trust account or not. Um, I think that's kind of scary.
0: Yeah, it's probably not a trust account. Well, no, it's no. probably not a trust account.
1: No, it Would be an interest earning savings account.
0: So I mean, you know on the consulting circuit mm-hmm. as well. So, so how do people, you know, if they want to get you into the business, what 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 type of services are you offering?
1: Yeah. Um, Thank you for giving me the opportunity to have a plug, I appreciate it. Um, So I I focus on the operational aspects, Um, so uh, working on uh, streamlining the way the business is working, looking at the systems they're using, um, looking at the structures. Uh, I focus on four key areas. Uh, I focus on the strategy, Mm -hmm. I focus on the execution, Um, I look at the culture. And then I look at the structure. So those four key areas, and um, I sort of go from there. I go off on tangents and um, yeah. work on that. But uh, the work I'm doing is long-term stuff at the yeah. moment, and uh, it's so it's I can do the shorter-term stuff. Uh, if someone wanted to come in and review their marketing strategy, mm-hmm. I can do that. Love it. Um, they want to implement video technology into their business, absolutely love it. It's a big passion. Um, if they want to make it more profitable, uh, then yeah, sure, I can do that as well. And like the stuff I'm doing with um, property brokers and open property management is long term mm-hmm. and it will take a while, um, but uh, those are exceptions. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, what advice can you give to, to business owners? I mean, you talk about video a lot, and I'm a big believer in using video. Yep. Uh, and it's something that we as an industry we don't really utilise yeah. that well. I mean, what, what advice would you give to, you know, you've got somebody who's on say 200 managements, they want to get to 300, 500, yep. and they want to get a big asset which is worth a considerable amount of money, what what suggestions, recommendations would you give to them, other than give Will Alexander a cup? Yeah,
1: well David. <laughs> So I think um, you've got to start with the right tools, so good trust accounts, um, you know, you've got Palace, Property Tree, Property Me, uh, Console is building a new product, cl- Console yep. Cloud, um, so you've got to start with something good like that, um, and then you can build it from there with the right pieces. Um, I think to provide your team with tools to be able to manage properties efficiently, um, is the key and I always focus on the manager-to-property ratio so you want your team to be able to comfortably manage 120 sort of, to 150 properties um, so you stay profitable you're not over-resourcing um, and you don't fall into the trap of over-resourcing um, it's important but don't, don't do it for the wrong reasons um, and do the basics right um, video, the whole reason I love video inspections is that the, is it all comes back to efficiency. Um, inspections alone are 40 to 50% of the working yeah. week, it's two to three days out of five days yeah. inspecting properties. Yeah. So how can you refine that? How can you get it down to one day? So that's why I love video inspections. It's not because it's a video, it's because it simply gets it
0: speeds up the process. Speeds up
1: the process. No photos, no reports. You talk as you walk through the property.
0: Person- Personalises it as well. So Personalises
1: it-, it, yep. I mean, the, the yeah, it's it's absolutely, and it's transparent. So you're not hiding anything, and you. Uh, I think that's, I love that part about video inspections is you, you can't sort of neglect if that. If the
0: house is wrecked.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you yeah. know, it's warts and all, isn't it? Yep. So the, the owner, they, they know, yep. and they have a right to know. Exactly, Obviously. it's
1: it's their property. Yeah, it absolutely is. So, yeah, so just just look at streamlining um, uh, the way that they run the business, get the right tools to do it, um, and be uh, a little bit more. Don't take on everything. Mm-hmm. And you know like the classic case of property managers driving from one end of Auckland to the other, yeah. ridiculous. And I, I get how it happens. You've got one investor, they buy another property, they yeah, want to use you. You know, I, I understand it, but um, you know, get around that, have one property manager focus on an area. Yeah. You know, just, just be a little bit more so clever around how you
0: structure and, that. And, and, and so I'll ask you this question, and I ask a lot of property managers this, and they normally get a blank look at them, and they look at me and ask them, say, if you were to charge out your service, not your service as a prop, as a consultant, but if you got to charge out the service of a property manager by the hour, mm-hmm. what would the dollar figure be?
1: I would say probably in Auckland, um, with the new uh, hike if you're supplying car and all that I would say probably 60 to 80 dollars yeah. Yeah. per hour yeah. no. and, and uh, to, to cover costs still make a bit of money um, for sure
0: yeah yep that's good that's good. All right, well wealthy it's uh, been great having you here on the uh, real IQ podcast. Thank uh, you. It's been a good conference so far, hasn't it? Oh, it's and it's been uh, awesome. Yeah. And uh, good luck with your journey and I think you, you. you're going to offer a lot to the industry. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to seeing Alexander Consulting growing what software products that come out of the uh, stable so. Yeah,
1: watch the space.
0: All right. Cheers well, thank you.